Hi, Biffs. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Ill Advise the podcast. Your support means the world to us. We're taking a little break this week, but we're bringing you an unaired episode from 2022 for your entertainment pleasure. We'll be back next week with new content, more hilarity, and even more confusion. You're wonderful. You're important. You mean the world to us. And thank you so much for listening. You've been ill advised. Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're Abby. Dear Kiki. Red Fox. Desperate Housewife. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hey, Beth. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advised. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else should have. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is why we're here. Because no one told us. <laughs> right. And look at all the sorts of fucked up you get to deal with on a weekly basis. Ooh, ooh. La la la. Um, we're getting these episodes in, huh, Beth? Yeah. Getting them in. I just, what tracks? I mean, I don't get it's it. the only thing getting in. Girl. <laughs> you heard? <laughs> you heard? Um, yeah. No, I think. I mean, it's great. Let's get ahead of the curve, but, you know. Episode number insert here. No I idea. I literally put a question mark. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag question mark. Hashtag question mark. Um, did I tell you about my morning? I did. I just told you, but maybe I should retell it because people like to hear stupid stories. Yeah, we and, actually all do. Um, earlier this week, my boyfriend or during the weekend was mowing the lawn and he's like, oh, I think I ran over this whole because he's got a ride on ran over this whole pile. That's like. You know, it was smoking and I didn't really know. I was like, oh, maybe it was too much. He's like, yeah, maybe. And this morning I'm trying to log into my nine o'clock meeting, having connectivity issues, can't get in. And then I'm finally in and he runs inside screaming, help. This sounds like it. a different kind of story. I wish it was. <laughs> I finally got it in and he ran in the house exactly. yelling, help. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, Colin. Right. Um, so I take the earbud out and I'm like confused. I'm just looking at him. I don't even think I said anything. I may have said like what, but I don't really, now that I think about it, I think I just looked at him like, why are you running like a crazy bitch? <laughs> but he like runs in and he's like, help. I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do. So I like look at my meeting. I have my earbuds in. I look at the phone. I'm like, okay. So as I'm running off of the stool on the island, I'm trying to hit leave on my meeting. Oh my God. <laughs> and I finally get it and I run outside. And I'm like, where am I going? Literally following him. He had grabbed the fire extinguisher. Oh. But in, at what I thought, because he had just gotten to go get gas, gone to go get gas, gotten to go, gone to go get gas. English? Gone. Yes. Like us. I figured that maybe like. He may have sparked something and lit the gas can on fire or something. I didn't know. Right. Get out there. There's a whole fucking pile of leaves on fire. And the ride on John Deere is like an inch from the flames. <laughs> so the motherfucker is like, help, I got to move this away. I got to pull. I got to. I get out there and he's already like, he ran like the wind. I've never seen him move so swiftly ever because I'm in socks <laughs> in 50 degree weather. Yep. Running out to the backyard where it's muddy and damp. I was just going like, to say moist leaves. Moist. It's the moistest. Moistest. 
Okay. <laughs> Superbly moist. <laughs> and um, yeah, those motherfuckers are on fire. He's already emptied the fire extinguisher, which I mean, I feel like he was too far from the fire anyway. <laughs> And so we're like, have to pull the lawnmower out, forgets that he can put it in neutral. So it throws his back out and then starts to put out the fire with a tiny little stream from a hose 40 miles away. I just can't do it. So everything ended safely. Yeah. Even the grass is still green. It was wonderful. Well, there you go. All's well that ends well. Uh, and that's how that went. So it's, um. It's a Thursday here. Yeah. And uh, we just got to fuel them thighs. <laughs> or put them out with... <laughs> no, fuck it. <laughs> no little. fires are being put out tonight. There's an injured back. Boo. Boo. Boo, Colin. Oh, it's all right. Sounds That's like you good. need wine, Beth. Oh, brilliant. What are we drinking? Hopothic. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting to have to read it. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> Apothic Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir? Pinot Noir with a dark side. I thought uh-huh. this was a little fitting. I think you're the one that picked it up. You thought this was a little fitting. Soft and indulgent. It's a 2020. $12.99. Big Bob's price. Soft and indulgent. That's not dark side. (laughs) That shit's rough and indulgent. (laughs) So wine. Pinot Noir has been described as the minx of the vineyard. You hussy. An elusive grape that captivates the senses. Apothic Pinot Noir features layers of vanilla, dark cherry, and raspberry, and leaves you with a soft, luscious finish. Pinot Noir, available at Big Bob's. <laughs> Shout out to Big Bob. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's give find this out. a try. Cheers. Cheers. What? What? What is this? That is not Pinot Noir. Hi. What? Yeah, your face is my palate. Your eyes I. are my face. <laughs> Sure. Sure, you can have that one. <laughs> if I can have that, your face is my palate. <laughs> um, this is, we like Pinot Noir. Yes, we absolutely. Even the cheap bucks. Yeah. It's much better than this. This is soft. <laughs> Less indulgent. Not so indulgent. I'm going to, yeah, let's give it another go. It smells like how it tastes. Yeah, fruity rubbing alcohol. It's oh. sweetened. I need rubbing. to keep a lot of ginger ale in the fridge. No shit, dude. All right, well, there's our wine. How many stars are we giving this one when we finally put stars up? This is a good little segment for us. Two. Two? Bel Air's one. Oh, Bel Air's so like this a, is. Can we give half stars? Two and a half. I don't know how to show that. Graphically, (laughs) maybe you can just put the one star and then put in parentheses and a half one. Oh, yeah, like 
you know, if the website's done by the time this episode comes out. Yes. Yes. Um, I just forget. I can't even talk about this one anymore. What do you got? You got questions for us? I do. You do? Who are we talking to this week? Oregon Live. Uh-oh. Um, I have Dear Abby and also Dear Annie, both from Oregon Live. Ah, syndication. No mm. breathing. <laughs> keep, keep I think going. I've done that before. It sounds familiar. I must have done this in an earlier episode. Okay, so Dear Abby, this one was published in 2021. What's the title? The title is Dear Abby, woman discovers engagement ring. Can't figure out how to say that she hates it. Oh. Dear Abby, over the weekend, while I was cleaning and reorganizing our bedroom, I found this the engagement ring my boyfriend plans on proposing to me with. I didn't know he was planning to ask the big question, and I'm thrilled that he's going to. I haven't even hinted that I know anything is going on because I don't want to ruin the surprise more than I already have. My problem is, I hate the ring he chose. It's beautiful, but Abby, it's so big. Child. Bye. I like dainty jewelry. (laughs) It is the complete opposite of anything I would ever choose for myself. What do I do? I love this man with my whole heart. He's my best friend and we have been there for each other through the lowest of lows and the highest of highs. We have great communication and always keep things completely honest between us. I suppose I should suck it up. He chose this ring for me and I don't want to hurt his feelings. Please tell me what to do. Disappointed in Illinois. Well, disappointed. Grow up. You have... (laughs) It is awfully presumptuous of you presumptuous of you to think that that <laughs> ring was for you. He's still keeping it from his ex. Or it's, you know, given the articles we've listened and read lately, it's probably for his mom. For like his or her mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. What do you think? Does she say anything? I don't know. Either even after he proposes? I mean, what I would do, I always look for an opening. So I would just be like, wait for, do you like it? Yeah. yeah. But babe, it's huge. My finger feels like it's going to fall off. That's not terrible. And let the conversation kind of... Either he'll say, like, oh, you'll get used to it, or, oh, you know, if you want to exchange it. Mm-hmm. That's not Or just terrible. be like, babe, this is a lot. You know, it, honestly, I mean, it's it's better to be honest about it, or maybe hold off and see if you grow, grow to into love it. it. <laughs> I hope it doesn't grow on you, because... Huh. But, yeah, maybe you will grow to love it. That's That's an option to see, but also... You know, what are your real concerns behind it? You know, is is it just too flashy? I mean, I've never heard anyone complain that the ring was too big. Although I have heard people say, like, but they've said it in front of, like, their their prospective partners, husbands, wives, etc. Like, oh, I don't like anything like this. Or I don't need a diamond. I need something small and cute. Or I don't need anything but just the wedding band. And Yeah. 
but people know ahead of time. True. But you know what? The other option is he doesn't know you, so just don't say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He just doesn't know you. Don't say, fuck that. He went to Jared? No. I don't care. Don't give a flying fuck. Wedding rings can be pawned. Tiffany's or... Oh, yeah. No, make sure he cheats on you then. (laughs) Then sell it. So, I guess for me, it's like, as a, you know, a girl, we kind of have always i don't know if you've been told or if it's just been like an unwritten Spoken thing like size matters what he like um the ring a man gets for you is like what he feels about you or like what he feels you should have or you know what i mean uh-huh. like a man wants to like make sure like this is a huge deal and like i gotta get the best for her or, you know what i mean like it just kind of is felt like that for girls some the only thing i ever heard is a man should spend a third of his salary on his ring for you on the engagement ring and i'm like no (laughs) no (laughs) that's just that's a down payment for a house no (laughs) no (laughs) so i guess for me it would be just i would try to look at it like that and less like Oh, I don't like this. It's not my style. I feel like I th- think I could be just kind of shift your mindset around it. Like, holy shit, he got me this giant ass fucking ring. It's probably insanely expensive. Like, this man loves me. Yeah. If all else fails, just lie. Babe, or- I'm scared I'm going to lose this. This looks really expensive. I'm scared I'm going to lose it. Can we get something smaller? Yeah. Or he could be my sister and just blatantly exchange it two or three times i forgot yeah about that her defense the first his initial ring did look like a friggin' class ring but she went without talking to him i think she she just went flat out said like this i'm exchanging this (laughs) your sister's another (laughs) because i remember feeling a little bit appalled oh my god i mean it was no offense a hideous ring. Yes, it literally looked like a class ring. I mean, offense, whatever it is, I mean, it's over, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that, was that insensitive? She's over it. They're, they're divorced, yeah. so she is over it. She's over it. <laughs> it was doomed from the class ring. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? Class of 16? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I would handle this on my front. Like, I think I would just be like, I would wait for an opening to just not really complain about it, but just like, uh, who are we kidding? It's me. I would just say, babe, really? It's, it's this thing's huge. Did you keep the receipt? Look at how ridiculous it looks on my hand. Can we please, if you're okay with it, like exchange it? And then he'll be like, no, I'll go exchange it. Cause he doesn't want me to know how much he spent on it. <laughs> If I was him, I'd be like, you know what? You're right. Let me take it. I'll return it. And I ain't motherfucking marrying you, you ungrateful bitch. Yeah, that works. Problem solved. I'm just kidding. I personally, myself, probably could never say anything about that. Just I would feel shitty and guilty. Now I feel like if I ever propose, it's going to be with a zip tie. So I could be like... Propose in an empty box and then say, we're going to Let's go customize your ring. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually men listening. (laughs) 
That's what Lou fucking and brilliant. My cousin Lou and her or just get the band did. and leave it with nothing in it, and then say we well, we we're, we're going to go going put to a setting on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fucking genius. That is genius. Or just be a very attentive man and pay attention to the jewelry she already has, the hints that she's mentioned. You know the Zale commercials around Christmas time where she sat there and was like, oh my God, that's stunning. That dainty bitch. I know. It's too- Sell it. <laughs> she can keep the ring. Did you hear that wind? It spoke to us. <laughs> Goddamn village. Sell it. Antha? Yeah, before this wind starts getting more seductive. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Disappointed, congratulations on your upcoming engagement. Your problem is unique because most of the letters I receive are... Most of the letters I receive about engagement rings come from women who are disappointed that the stone is so small. However, if the size of the stone in the ring your boyfriend is giving you makes you uncomfortable... Your response after an enthusiastic yes could be, but darling, this stone is so large, we'll have to hire an armed guard to accompany me if I wear it outside the house. Are you sure it's wise for me to wear this every day? I'd be very happy with something more modest, you know. The end. Quotes, it's worth a try. Who's, is this Amy? This was Abby. Abby, sorry. Um... I mean, sure. Just don't use darling. And she's a darling girl. She's guard. bitching about her big, huge ring. No, she's not. She's not daddy's girl either. Because no, not she's daddy's dainty. girl. She's well, a I, darling I girl. Kind of, I kind of equate. She's them. a honey, darling. Sweetie. I hear darling. I hear like privileged bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I, I don't hate this response because you said the same. Yeah, but I also, I'm okay with you. This is like, do you know, like we preach about being you and not lying and all this fun shit, right? Because we're like cool people and stuff. But the truth is sometimes there are instances where you have to tell a white lie. Yeah, I agree. And this is probably one of them. What's the light white lie? Well, instead of saying, I this hate is this, like, you're saying yeah. like... Like, I have um, arthritis in my. <laughs> I can't wear this. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. No, don't say you. That would be the truth. If you, that's not a white lie. That's just bullshit. Well, you know, I would just be like, you know, I have. I just like this is. I don't know. I would just, honest me, I would tell the truth, but I would follow Abby's advice. But if you're not comfortable with just being like so blatant because the truth shall set you free, you know, like, oh, I love it. And then hope it grows on you. <laughs> what if you did something like not even make it about the actual ring itself and make it more like, I can't wear this This today. I'm so so paranoid that I'm going to break it. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to whatever. I thought about Like, let's get something I can wear. I'm going to lose it. The stone's going to fall off, et cetera, et cetera. Like, let's keep this big, huge, beautiful ring and I'll wear it. Special occasions. Yeah. And in the meantime, we just get something a little cheap. 
to wear like day to day. So I don't have to have anxiety over this beautiful fucking ring. But what if he spent the down payment on the house on that ring? Then go to Walmart. All right. I'm saying it worked on Teen Mom. That specific situation? No, just the Walmart ring. He did. (laughs) You're right. He did. Right? That was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that worked out real great for them. Yeah, she beat his ass and went to jail. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just like all Walmart folk. People of Walmart. Is that terrible? <laughs> no, it's accurate. Did anyone take pictures of them? There's a whole website, people, people of Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, but they're like, I don't know. Those teen mom people probably put the people of Walmart people. like they, They're put on pedestals right now because they're not dressed like that. The teen mom people or the Walmart people? The, the teen mom people aren't like dressed like the people oh. of Walmart. That website. I haven't seen it in forever. Is it still up? I have no idea. That's great. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do want to mention quickly that I would love to hear from the listeners about this wedding ring debacle. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's such a like. It's kind of polarizing. I feel like you're going to get like tell them the truth lie to them well but i want to know what majority feels yeah because my sister had no issues fuck it and then I wonder if we can put a poll up somewhere but for me i would just like wow it's gold nothing i own is gold but i'm keeping it you know what i mean like i just couldn't i couldn't but i'm super curious what the majority feel right Hmm. So write to us. Yeah. Send email us. Ill advised podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Ill Advised the Podcast. We're doing this thing where it sounds like we're signing off the podcast, but we have more questions for you guys. I know, but now we got it out of the way. <laughs> it's okay. We'll remind them later anyway. If we remember to. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. Hey, Biff, do you have another question? I do. Speaking of birds and stones, <laughs> this question okay. has nothing to do with either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, dear Abby, this was from June seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Battle over thong underwear divides bride, fiance's daughters. Dear Abby, I'm getting married and my fiance's daughters, 19 and 21, are in the wedding party. I have purchased the dresses they are wearing, which are light and flowing. I have told the girls that on the day of the wedding, I do not want them wearing thong underwear. The older one then went to her dad and said she didn't want to wear regular underwear. He told her she could wear whatever she wants. I have tried telling them that as young ladies, there are times you don't wear thongs and under a flowing dress is one of them. It's one day of their lives. How can I get my point across? Wise bride in Phoenix. Please tell me that's my motherfucking cue. Uh, yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which part? Just you finishing that story because I had an opinion the second she said something. Definitely your cue. Okay, thanks. Ahem. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Just shut the fuck up. Like, I know, but... But nothing. Who bride is it a, Zilla. 
I don't care. Yeah, so tell her you're wearing underwear. tell her you're wearing that underwear. She's never gonna know. Unless she's on the on her back, drop dead Fred style, walking around her fucking bride or her bride, her wedding at the reception, looking to see and make sure that all of her bridesmaids are wearing freaking granny panties. Seriously? Yeah, because she didn't say they're short flowing dresses. She just said they're flowing dresses. Are they sheer? Are they see-through? Does it matter? Yeah, she didn't say anything about, like, the style of these dresses will be risky to wear right. thongs. She just said she didn't say they were flowing. sheer above the crotch. Did she, like, right. shut up. A flowing dress. You think she's talking about the, uh, the wiggle wiggle? Jiggle jiggle? You mm-hmm. know, bitches in sundresses. But if I know it's been a while. It's been a really long time. <laughs> but, uh, but a shaking booty is a shaking booty. Oh. I've never does, seen girls walking does, around in a sundress. But does granny panties really hold that in? No. So then what does it matter? Plus, plus you can see underwear lines. I'd rather them see uh, that's, bare well, ass. That's the first thing that came to my mind, to be honest, was underwear, underwear line, like panty bulge. Like, who wants that? I don't. <laughs> I think this Where is I what she's jocks. talking about, though. <laughs> She's thinking about when you walk and your butt jiggles nicely, especially in flowing dresses. I honestly can't even, like, we don't even have that. She sounds jealous. She just sounds like, yeah. Or let's say that these girls are younger. Let's say that they're teenagers and wearing She said 19 and 21. Oh, she was specific. That's right. 19 and 21. Fuck off, dude. Just fuck off. Stop telling people to wear. Listen, if a bridezilla came to me and said, you need to wear a fucking boxer, I'd be like, no. I'm wearing a thong just to piss you off. I don't even like thongs. Say that to me at my wedding. I can't wait. Me it'll either. It'll probably be my wedding day too. <laughs> me either, because you're really going to be walking down the aisle in a thong. I'm going to... And that's it. I'm not walking down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, you are. I don't. You're going to prance I shan't. then. I won't. Are we in alignment here? Just shut... Like, there are real problems when you have a wedding. This is not one of them. I do agree, but I also just bridezilla is like a real thing. It's a real thing, but just tell her you're wearing a th- uh, granny panties. She won't know the difference. Well, maybe it's that obvious. Maybe that's why she's saying like, no little bitches. Well, then she bought the wrong brand. I <laughs> like, I don't know. Listen, I don't know women's underwear, but... I can tell you with absolute certainty, she's not going to get it the way she wants it. Yeah. Without telling them to like straight up spanks the fuck up. I know you'd think they'd want to. But it seems like they're okay in thongs. Right. I didn't get anything in there that said it was unflattering to them. Or, or that it's right. It's a long flowing dress. And as young well, she didn't ladies, say long, but she said flowing. Well, so to me, long and flowing are synonymous. Like, can you have a short flowing dress? Yeah, the ones that like if you spin around, they go completely out. Oh, the ones that twirl. Yeah. Oh, I That's hope like they're wearing thongs. <laughs> yep. But those are twirly dresses, aren't they? Like I thought you like flowy. If you're trying to flowy. make it, but for me, like if you're trying to make a case for it, you'd say like if they spin around, it's going to flow up. Or if they're 
Well, I'm a, I'm agreeing that like she didn't specify that like it's risky right. or like there's a chance or maybe if the sun hits it right, it'll be a little bit sheer. Or yeah. she didn't say yeah, anything maybe about their that. Sun hits it, she right. just said they're flowing and that's an inappropriate time. Um, first of all, that's the best time to wear a thong. Girl, wear it. But if she's worried about her wedding looking kind of sleazy-ish. I don't think it's going to look sleazy. What if they just have nice know. butts? We have no clue. That's, that's her just, point. But what if they just... All right, she so doesn't what if want they her booties butts? to steal the show. I think their booties are going to steal the show no matter what. If they have butts nice enough to look good in a thong, they have butts nice enough to be in granny panties. And I'm just yeah, like... I agree. I don't I, really... I feel like this is a micromanage and you need to go to therapy. I can get behind that. <laughs> go to therapy because you can't control every aspect of your life. And they're not your own children. And you missed a hair on your chin. They're bitch. not your children. <laughs> so. All right. Well, let's see. Let's respond. See Dear wise bride, explain to your fiance exactly why you are concerned about his daughter's wearing thong underwear under their bridesmaid's bridesmaid dresses and when you do be graphic after that if he still feels the same accept it then pray no slip-ups occur while they are dancing and no strong gusts of wind come along when the wedding photos are taken i think abby's going under the assumption that they're short dresses but also to your point if we're talking like booty jiggles booty popping yeah you know peach all of that stuff like that's her opportunity to just be like your daughter's booties are way too nice for my fucking wedding that's what i'd say and it's my day that's also, exactly what i'd say why don't you tell your eldest to wear a bra oh no bitch don't wear a bra plus you know what if she doesn't like her stepmother she can do whatever she wants that's what they're doing sounds like it <laughs> like no no dad i'm not going out and buying a package of fruit of the loom granny panties yeah as soon as dad heard thong he was like do whatever you want Mm -hmm. yeah that's synonymous with period (laughs) (laughs) oh my god period thongs and breast milk dads are like bye see ya really breast milk i don't know it was something that came up in my mind (laughs) why are you thinking about breast milk (laughs) i think maybe I feel deprived. <laughs> of breast milk? <laughs> I can and milk Greg. Can you milk me? Ew. <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. Please don't. You can milk a man. Just not the way you think. Oh, so more like milking a cow? And less like milking a baby? Yeah, fixed their motors. Hmm. <laughs> Utterly disgusting. Yeah. But a great time. <laughs> Uh, Avi. Next. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you have anything else to add to this one before I completely dismiss this one? As a not a real fucking problem. I'm only taking it because I can only imagine when I'm a bride. I don't know if it's like a genuine concern, like motherly concern my mom used to fucking rip my clothes up because they were too tight or they showed too much or whatever and like she did it in an aggressive manner she probably like (laughs) taped your duct taped your eyes open while you were tied to a chair so that she could rip them up with a razor yeah and then she lit them on fire and then she danced around them with a cross and a bible (laughs) 
No, that was our Disney movies. Uh, Literally. Pocahontas, right. I think. I believe it. It traumatized me. I believe it. I <laughs> I was in my Pocahontas tent with my Pocahontas sleeping bag in the, in the Pocahontas pillow. Was there anything else that was within the realm of Pocahontas that you'd like to share? My Pocahontas sheets. You know the Disney ones, they all match. Yep. Yeah, that was my Pocahontas room. Oh, and she. It was either that one. I had a Lion King room. Or was it a Aladdin room? Aladdin would say a lot. (laughs) I don't know. It was a Disney room. I don't know. I shared it with my brother. We had to agree. With the curtains, matching curtains. We always had the matching curtains. Yeah. That was a 90s thing, though. Yeah, because they all came in one pack. Yep. You can literally get your entire bedroom Except set. Except for the curtain rods. Right. Right. But every house had the white ones that just, like, they probably still have them. A lot of them do. Yeah. When I was searching for a new house, all of the things from the 90s that were still on people's windows and beds, and even, like, their mats and all the couches, there's one specific couch that With has, the like... the flower print? No. The that, velvety one? That one, too. Um, like a gray couch with like the light wood trim around it. It's like this big fluffy couch that's like very inviting, but it's hard as a fucking rock. And it has this like wood trim that's not just like a, a like a beading, but it's like thick, like molding that goes around the edges oh, of the couch. That the arms with kind the swirly. Of, yes. Yep. 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 yep, yep. yep. Yeah, no, and it is hard as a rock. Fuck that. No. All set. All set. Bad childhood memories. <laughs> yeah, let's not go down that lane. No, thank you. I don't, don't want to. Nope. Anyways, I'm torn between two questions. Mm-hmm. Why don't we rock, paper, scissors? Or actually do one because we're making good time. And then maybe we'll see if we can do the other one. Okay. I'm going to do this one because it's a little bit out of our... Yes. Just yes, don't even no, finish that sentence. Territory or... Tertiary. Familiarity. All of our tertiary. Okay. Okay. This one is Annie, also from Oregon Life. Oh, Lord. Here we go. You remember last week? Doesn't she look like an Annie? Mm. <laughs> I am Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Abby. <laughs> or Amy. Uh, okay, so the title. <laughs> Sorry. It's just so stupid. I was like, I come last in that alphabetical order. <laughs> Back here. I know, that's so stupid. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Recovering addict considers divorcing incarcerated spouse. Mm. This is out of the realm of whose wheelhouse. Here's the knife. We haven't done one like this. Oh, Ours are like secret gay husbands and cheating ass wives and little hoe children. Okay, all right. I see. Go on. Hold children. (laughs) Dear Annie, I'm currently in recovery. I have had two years of being clean and sober after 13 long, miserable years of addiction. Congratulations. Literally. I have a full-time job that I love and am advancing. (laughs) That was a lot there. And am advancing in... (laughs) Sure. I'm over that part. And just live a good, normal life. I am quite happy in my current state and have made peace with my past. I've realized it was a tough lesson, but one that has made me a better person today for having experienced it. 
However, during my active addiction, I married someone who was also an addict. We had been friends for several years and it just seemed to naturally progress to the point where we wanted to have a life together. Two weeks after we got married, both he and I went to jail. I've since done my time and completely changed my life. My husband is still in prison. I have thought seriously about getting divorced as we were both actively using throughout our entire relationship. He says he has changed and wants to live life without using, but I'm terrified that he will get out and start getting high. I don't want to live that lifestyle and I'm not willing to put my recovery in jeopardy. I can't even truly say I still love him and he doesn't even know this new person that I have grown to become. Should I follow through with the divorce or see what happens when he gets out? Recovering and conflicted. Okay. So she's saying that she can't even say that she loves him anymore. He doesn't know who she is. Yeah, she's a new person. And I'm sorry, I think I heard this, but I got distracted with sounds that were going on outside. My screaming ass neighbors. (laughs) Yes. Um, But did she say something about him not changing or not wanting to change? He said he, he did. He said he has changed and wants to live life without using. But I'm terrified that he will get out and start getting high. Honestly, just the fact that you said that you don't love him anymore. If you're saying you're not sure that you I love him anymore. I can't even truly say I still love him. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just base it off of that. Who cares about your addiction status or his rather? That would be my first step in considering a response to that is just like emotionally. If you feel detached, it is what it is. Right. You know, regardless of whether or not you're incarcerated or sharing a room or sharing right. a house in separate bedrooms. Like, getting high, not getting high. Yeah. That's it. The emotions are gone. Now, if you're saying that you do have feelings for him and you do love him in a way, well then, you know, why not wait and see until he gets out? But how long did, it doesn't say how long he has left, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's dicey just because he's behind bars and you don't know what's going to happen, but there are things that are, you know, going to come up as a result of, you know, you serving him with divorce papers while he's in jail, you know, like, where is he going to go when he leaves? Is, are you the point of contact now? And if you are the point of contact, who does he transfer that to? Are you going to feel guilty when he calls you that he's getting out and you're like, I don't care if I'd somebody else to pick you up. Like there is not one jail in this world. That's close to civilization. In my opinion, <laughs> like even if they're in like a well-known town, they're still not close to anything good. Mm. You know what I mean? There's still a travel. So I that's funny. Cause my brain went to, are you going to go three years down the road and be like, fuck what if, what if he did get out and he was sober and we did whatever. Yeah. I mean, and it's totally a thing that, I mean, she could say at the day that he, she knows he's going to get released. What if he does get sober? What if, what if, what if, what if, but if you can't say that you love him, what does it matter? I mean, there's obviously something. Otherwise I don't think she would, they would be questioning. Well, yeah, but I I feel like they're banking on maybe there's love there still, but also, also the other side of that is like preserving her sobriety absolutely that's you know what I first mean? and foremost and that's and that's also really important and if that's something that she feels is threatening her livelihood and her her well-being then 
maybe that should be first. Who cares about love? You know, if you're, mm. you're there and, and you're happy and this is the life you've made for yourself and that's where you want to stay, then I think it's okay in this case to put number one first. Yeah, because I think battling addiction is a hard enough, period. Period. Let alone any outside extras, especially yeah. like on a relationship with somebody who's also battling addiction. Yeah, it's just, it's another responsibility. And, you know, a lot, very often, at least in my case, I don't know about you, Beth, like I make, not that I make things that happen to my partner, my problem, but I feel, you know, responsible in helping make things easier for my partner. So like if something happens to him and he's using again, like to what lengths are you going to go to console him or to, you know, show him that you're with him or you're on his side or I think I'm just thinking back to all these lifetime movies. Like, if you really love me, then you're taking, you're going to take a drink or, you know what I mean? Like, right. To what extent can you be pushed until you also relapse yourself? Yeah. How far are you going to bend? But then there's always the small, what if, Maybe. what if he comes home and he, they both motivate each other to stay sober. I know one of these things that I've learned in therapy too, is that you can't live on the what ifs. I know, but this entire situation is a what if. The whole thing is a what if. What if you leave them and what if you don't? Like, I still think, I think go through with a divorce. Personally, I would. Go with your gut instinct. Yeah. And my gut personally is telling me, like, go through with it. I'm worried about my sobriety. I'm worried about... Um, his sobriety. His sobriety. And I'm not in love with him. And I still need to worry about me. I need to worry about me. I'm mm -hmm. still worried about me. That's yeah. what this reads. A hundred percent. I'm worried about me. Well, yeah. That... But you know what I mean? Like the whole thing, it's like, it's trying to be like. I'm in a great place. It's and trying... I'm worried about getting back with my. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's being co continuing with my husband. It's just, it's coming from a place where it's like. It's okay to outgrow people. Oh yeah. It hurts and it sucks, but it's so okay to outgrow people. Sometimes it hurts and sometimes it sucks. And sometimes it's just very natural and you just continue on. And maybe for this person, it'll just be liberation. Mm -hmm. Maybe it won't be. Right. I think I'm, I would bank on the likelihood that it might be. I think they're, how long did I say sober? I think two years after 13 years of being I have two years of being clean. That's yeah. amazing. That's incredible. And I think that nothing is worse, worth jeopardizing that. Do they tell you in AA or any of those types of associations, like, do they tell you that your sobriety always comes first? Things like that. Yeah, you're supposed to be like a year, like go a year without like relationships and that type of thing. Right. But in, in terms of considering certain situations, you don't put your sobriety at risk or something like that. Something along those lines. That sounds right. I'm not familiar, but that sounds... That like sounds, not you first, but your sobriety first. Yeah, I'd imagine, because that's the point. Right. So... I don't know. I say go with your gut, and I'm, but from what is being told in that response, that the gut is, I can't be with him. I don't want to and can't be with him. That's what it sounds like. I agree with you. Yeah. 
All right, let's see. Let's go. Dear recovering but conflicted. When he says Sorry, he's changed. You had paused after but and I just started laughing. I almost spit my wine everywhere. Dear recovering but. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a gay advice column? <laughs> <laughs> uh Dear recovering but conflicted. When he says he has changed, what exactly does he mean? People spoke speak louder with their actions than their words. Your recovery should remain your number one priority. Anything that takes you away from that has to go. And your husband will not stay sober. And if your husband will not stay sober, that means him as well. Oh, that's it. Oh. Anything that takes you away from that has to go. And if your husband will not stay sober, that means him as well. Your recovery comes first. I think trust your instinct. You don't think he's going to stay or you're worried that there's a chance he won't. Yeah. You're putting yourself in jeopardy. Yeah. If you're questioning it, you know the answer. I know. But those what ifs, they get you real good. I know. They get you real good. Absolutely. And and sometimes you'd want, and we talk about this a lot in a lot of these questions that we get, it's like you want validation for the right answer. You already know what the answer is and you just want somebody to substantiate it or Mm -hmm. tell you that you're right. Confirmation bias. We got time for that last one. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. Back to Annie. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Annie. Also, 2021. Husband's active Twitter account has wife worried. Ooh, I love it. Dear Annie, I knew I knew my husband had a Twitter account, and I thought he only followed groups. Then one morning, I looked at his account and saw that he is he was following around 75 people. They included two women's. Woman's. I saw that he had been tweeting at one of those women between six and eight times a day for several weeks. Okay. okay. He said it's not a big deal because they're random people. Some of his memes were of rabbits on hump day. What Was it to them or was it just a post? No, to them. Okay. Because that matters. He says he was sending six to eight times a day for several weeks. One of the memes were of rabbits on hump day. He also never mentions that he has a wife, but he did mention that it took him a month to paint his room. He did not mention that I was there too. He managed to tell them what he did for a living and how he spends his weekends. He shared lots of personal stuff. In 24 years, this man never bothered with friends and would never, and never wanted people around. While this was happening, I thought everything was great. We even had a romantic getaway planned. I feel different now. I really lost it, but I really love him. Am I making a big deal out of this? Mountain out of a mobile phone. Does it say mobile phone? It says in parentheses, phone. phone. I love mountain Mountain out out of a mobile. I love it. And I don't think it's a mountain. No. It's a mobile phone. And it's some motherfucker who's itching for something, trying He's to get it somewhere. He's getting something from this. Mm-hmm. Maybe even just a feeling of a potential or a perspective, something like interaction. Maybe just it feels nice to sometimes not eat the same vanilla pudding every night. 
Maybe. Doesn't necessarily mean anything more would happen or or like that he's emotionally cheating or did you start already? I'm so yeah. confused what just happened. I'm just pushing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> we need a switchboard operator. Like we need a audio engineer to do this shit because I ain't no professional. I do human resources for God's sake. That's professional. <laughs> you are very professional. We need a professional sound engineer. <laughs> a superber one. Superber. Um, it could be innocent. I think it's normal and natural and healthy to, it's similar to when you see an attractive person, you look, you know what I mean? It feels nice to talk to other people, especially if it's an attractive person that doesn't always mean there's ill intent behind it. Okay. I can get behind that. However, only based off of what we know. I feel like people are very, I'm married here's a you know just they throw they nonchalantly mention their partner or right you know what i mean so the fact that the wife's getting the vibes that like you're not saying you're married you're not even like bringing me up in a situation that happened that i was there like these are little things that i would absolutely pick up on oh i would too is it did she say that there was flirting or No, no just that he's like completely not acknowledging that she's exists or that he's even married and that they're talking pretty often six to eight times a day for several weeks yeah but i mean what does that mean Who that's is he? like consistent conversation daily six to eight six to eight times a day that's consistent conversation how often do you and your boyfriend text a day probably six to eight times if not more if not more I just, I feel like six to eight exchanges is very low. Like you and I do that on a Sunday just to make sure we're still hanging out. (laughs) Not daily. That's more than we talk. Yeah, I suppose. Six to eight times a day for for several weeks is a long time. And often. I think the big takeaway from all of this for me is, is that there's something happening that's bothering her and she needs to feel comfortable bringing it to him. Yeah. I agree. That's that's the biggest thing for me. Like, if it, if it's something that matters to you, it matters. That's my philosophy in general. They both need to be okay and on the same page. Same page. Like, she needs to be okay bringing up this concern, and he he needs to be receptive of it, and they can work on it together. Whatever happens from there is another story. Well, she did bring it up to him. Oh, she did. Yeah, he said it's not a big deal because they're random people. Oh, right, right, right. I totally blinked on that. Which dump his ass, <laughs> <laughs> throw it all out the window. Yeah, if you can't fuck it, chuck it. We don't need no man. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you. I say that no, every day. No tweeting ass man. We don't need no tweeting ass man. What are you, your tweeter? <laughs> Go tweet your little girlfriends. You tweet, bro. I saw you follow two of them. Two. With your hump day memes. Two sparrows on your tweeter. <laughs> Tweeting ass motherfucker. Tweeting ass hoe. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. This one's 
Tricky. I agree and disagree. Sometimes it's perfectly innocent. And if you trust your man, you don't really care. But I also, know. if your man's being a little bit shifty, not mentioning that he's married or then that's where I think lines start to get a little yeah. blurry. And if he's totally not validating your feelings, like I totally missed because I'm a man. <laughs> you said it, not me. I said it. You should have. <laughs> I, you're right. <laughs> I probably would have got to it. Um, but if he's just dismissing it. It's there's yeah, this, some guilt this there. This comes up often. That's, there's that, some guilt there. The, the issue is typically gaslighting. The, Fucking well, gaslighting. Listen, just gaslighting is not trendy. It's something that's been happening. The term is finally just there's a name for it right that's all it's become it's just people are aware now and that's what it is this fucking you're not crazy okay he's not telling people that you know what i'm changing everything dump his ass fucking get rid of him we don't need no mans i did but i now i mean it we don't need no mans all right he's gonna cheat on you just get rid of him whoa okay just light him on fire he probably already (sighs) did Uh, that was the bunny meme what they should do is have sex and then she should cover him in gasoline once he's asleep and throw that cigarette she finished with right on top. See ya, sayonara, middle finger up in the air. The meme of the little girl with her back. <laughs> with you know, the house on with fire. With the house on fire. Yes. That's what she needs to do. She needs to replicate that yesterday. Did I mention that we're not professionals? <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't mention. I didn't? No. They should fucking know then. Well, is that not a given? Guys, we're not professionals. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not quite Please yet. don't listen to me. I'm not quite yet. You're almost there. I'm almost there. Halfway. Halfway. Maybe a little more than halfway. Listen, you're more ways than I am. <laughs> also true. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll go with it. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to like read the response? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Good plan, Beth. (laughs) It's a gift. (laughs) This is why we're a great team. Yeah. One, two, one, one. Yeah. Sometimes there is a two. (laughs) Two half brains equal one full one. One point (laughs) five. Same. Literally. Dear Mountain, your feelings are your feelings. And if you feel betrayed by his Twitter account, then you feel betrayed. Bingo! The fact that he shut you out while tweeting with other women, pretending to them as if you do not exist, is something the two of you must discuss. Your husband may think he is protecting you and that you don't want to be on social media. As for his reasoning for leaving you out, while he embraces other women electronically, you will never know why until you have a dialogue with him. Once you talk to him and sort through any misunderstandings with a marriage therapist, if necessary, go on your trip and focus on the love you feel. What? Yeah, there's a trip involved. Oh, we even have a romantic getaway planned. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes I'm the man, sometimes you are. Very, very... Very true. We're literally the perfect, the perfect Storm. man and or woman if they would just smash the two of us together. 
uh, yeah, we're not soulmates. We're just the other. Sex when they say like other, the half, other body, it's literal. Literal. <laughs> Where's your other half, Colin or Stephanie? Right. <laughs> we're talking literally or in love. Right. I don't speak Spanish. Uh, <sighs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, I liked that. Pretty solid response. Your feelings are your feelings and they're valid. And need to be discussed. Um, and then I really loved the part where she didn't say dump his ass. Because <laughs> no. She said go to a marriage therapist. And then dump his ass. Yeah. But not in so many words. Yeah. Right. If Ish. necessary. Right. Necessary. Cha. These were interesting, Beth. Yeah. We got a mix of Ab- I keep Abby and Amy. Yeah. Okay. Abby and Amy. Annie. Annie? Annie Fuck. and Abby. Seriously. Uh, you know what? All these A names can no go a- No Amys. No Amys. Amy. A- <laughs> Maybe we should do Amy next week. Annie and Abby. Abby and Annie. Yeah. Yeah. Annie comes last in the alphabet. Oh, right. Right. Oh, guys. I'm Annie. Thanks for bearing through this shit with us. They haven't bared through half of what they are listening to. Right. They have no clue what they just bared through. Guys, we've stopped this so many times because of we've been interrupted by Stephanie's three-year-old. Which isn't typical for us to do this while she's around, but right. it's it's been pretty entertaining. I won't lie. And it on my part hasn't been as difficult as I thought it was going to be. Literally, want you to knock on <laughs> because. <laughs> well, thankfully we're done. <laughs> yes, yes. Listen, we're we've got time still. Um, before she realizes that her right. our time being up is almost her time being up. Right. Oh, guys, I told you I wouldn't forget. Send us your emails, questions, concerns at illadvisedthepodcast at gmail.com or Facebook on. and Instagram, <laughs> not Twitter. Not Twitter. Tweeting as hoes. You tweeting as hoes. Instagram and Facebook at ill-advised the podcast or you can visit us online at illadvisedthepodcast.com you're beautiful we love you you love us we've accepted it thank you so much for listening you've been ill-advised